Come on. I adore you. Woo. Come on. Woo. How the devil are you, everybody? <laughs> We're breaking in with some serotonin mixes on in the background. Sound like a fucking DJ, but I'm not. So I'm, not, I'm like the... I'm not the Timu or the Wish version of a DJ. Um, I need an intro. I, I, I literally, as I was doing this, and I was like, you're doing a little music-y type, type of intro, James. You get an intro. I had a fucking intro. Listen back 200 plus fucking episodes, you'll hear the intro. I just don't know how to work this system. I love IT, but I don't know how to work. I don't know how to advertise on Podbean. I don't know how to do anything jazzy with Adobe Auditions, which is, I'm literally just recording in a slot where I put the title of what I want to say, and that's it. I'm fucking, I'm rough and ready. I'm raw. I'm raw. I'm like a fucking $2 hooker's vagina on a fucking Friday night payday. <laughs> I'm that raw. That's a little bit of a vision for you there, isn't it? Um, so that's probably the rhetoric for this um, for this podcast. But how the devil are you? How have you been? I did have a name of a podcast. It's ironic. So I'm going to tell you straight away. Good times are coming. Why have I said that? Well, you'll find out in a minute. Fucking patience. But I wrote down something. I told you I keep writing down these. Um, I write down headings. And hopefully the headings trigger something in my brain. So I'll be like randomly thinking about things. And then something come ahead. And I go, oh, that'll make a good podcast. And I'd enjoy talking about that or something I've learned and I embellish on it and I just reflect on it. So I write down all these. I've got hundreds of thousands of fucking headings. And, and, I, and I, when I write it down, I go, I'll make that sound amazing. So I go right in my, my brain's full fucking capacity. I'm thinking about the context and everything. I, write, I almost start the podcast and then all of a sudden I go, right, I need to write that fucking down. So the, the last sentence I wrote down, the, 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 the last title was, let me see you shake a tail feather. So if you can decipher what I meant by that, apart from the song or potentially someone shaking a bum, if you can link Let Me See You Shake a Tail Feather to mental health, please let me know, please, because I have no fucking idea. See, I get some of them like, do you ask other people? Well, that was what I spoke about the other day. Positive mental attitude. Um, I haven't spoke about that one, but that's a good one. Um, but I've got loads and I can go right back and I go, uh, look, one of them here says here, and relax. Well, that was just a fucking Friday night, was it? Just, I thought, fuck it, write that down. And relax. Um, I miss myself, or is it age? Again, I could probably think about that, maybe relate something to it, but it probably wasn't what I wrote down. Anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to digress into that, but that just goes to show. So I, I tried to, I looked at it, and I was, because I remember that it was a couple of, it was, in fact, it was last night I was walking around, and I was like, oh, mate, you need to fucking, oh, this is it, and how can I link that to it? And it, I think it was triggered by something, maybe I was listening to music or watching something on the TV, and I can't remember, and I was like, oh, that links to that, that'll prompt me by tomorrow. No, I'm fucking here, and I was like, excited to do a podcast today because Sunday I was working late, I got back, I was in a fucking absolutely miserable, miserable fucking place, the, the January blues just need to literally fuck off, and I mean fuck off, I've, I, I've, I'm sick of the weather, the rain started now, I'm just fucking sick of it, it's, it's, it's like when you're battling mental health, the fucking UK needs to do something, there, there's some, somebody needs to do fucking something to give me more sun, because it's getting fucking awful. I'm in January now and I'm going, I literally, I could fucking, I, my mind has been absolutely awful. I have not been interested in a fucking thing. I was sat there yesterday going like, fucking James, you need to go out for a fucking walk. You know, what you used to, I was giving myself shit on the fucking seat going, you need, you did this, you did that. You fucking, why aren't you doing? And then I'm like sat there going like, oh, 
you're fucking bored because you're sat on your fucking fat ass, mate, not doing anything. And no wonder. And then you feel sluggish. Then you feel. I mean, I'm in this. I'm in this awful place at the moment, anyway. And, and I don't mean like in terms of like midlife crisis. I think it's something I'm going through. Um, we all go through it. I. I, I I think for men, and I'm not going to compare this directly because there will be people that will listen to this and go, fuck off, and they'll go, and, and I don't want an angry pack of women uh, fucking coming at me because I know this is quite a pertinent point uh, that I'm going to make. But I think the midlife crisis can be compared... No, I'm not even going to do it. Actually, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. Because I, I instantly know the backlash that I would get. And it may sound funny as a comparison. It's almost like... Um, you know, you joke around with the wife and she says, oh, you, fucking, oh, I gave birth. And you're like, oh, fucking please. Um, you know, I've had big shits. I know what it feels like, you know. Have you ever passed a kidney stone through your jap eye? Um, that's compared, you know, that's, that, that's fucking high pain threshold. Um, you know, that's, that's real fucking trigger stuff. So, But you say that as a joke. Uh, it never really comes to fruition. With a bit of banter, normally a bit of dead eye. And you know you're not getting sex for at least another couple of fucking weeks. At best, I mean, a couple of months is probably probably more realistic than a twenty year marriage. Fuck you know. Um, anyway, um, don't 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 grace James. So, um, yeah, basically, it's fucking. It is what it is. So you know, I just I've just lost my train of thought completely there, <laughs> literally. So I was like, um, yeah, I was I completely lost my train of thought. But it's I, I literally I focused on just the, the bad shit. But anyway, um, so I don't want to trigger women. I don't want to trigger women. So, um, but it, it, it's it's not the midlife crisis. I think is. I don't know, it's just kind of a difficult time for me, really, in the sense of, like, I'm, I juggle most things, and I know that I'm trying to, you know, you're progressing your way through life, my fucking children are getting older, uh, which is a nice thing, because they're going off and doing their own thing, although that is coming with new challenges that I didn't expect, which are actually heavy on the finance, my my middle daughter wants to go to Barcelona, she's, she do, no one wants to, she, she's not going to go with anyone else, and she wants to go on her own, it's like, you, you're nearly 17, you're not fucking 21, you're not life experienced or anything like that, you know, and you're a bit batshit crazy because I think we're, we're actually getting her tested for ADHD because she's, I think she's got the hereditary system from me. Um, so, and she's, she has very much, we, we took, it's quite nice actually, because we're talking a lot more as father and daughter, which is bringing a new connection, which is quite nice. However, it's bringing other challenges and the challenges are, I'm now seeing her and, and how she reacts and how she acts and, and, to, to things in exactly how I see it like when I was younger I always wanted the nicest things fancy things you know it was, it was always about money it was always about the excitement thrill you know looking there was always whereas you look at my brother completely opposite just chilled really relaxed guy you know and 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 you kind of go that this I'm seeing I'm seeing similarities now in in not just that but just in terms of her attitude how she's um, she'll go to work. Like, I remember the first time I went to work. I remember um, going to... Where was the first place I worked? I'm trying to think where the first place I worked was. Would have been would have been Tesco's? Yeah, it would have been Tesco's, I think. Um, I was just trying to think about what my first job was. I mean, I was a paperboy and all that sort of stuff before because I started work at fucking 13. Literally fucking beasted um, at 13. Fucking dra dra dragging around one of those fucking big yellow sacks. You know, you probably won't remember that if you're anything past 1996. Um, so, um, yeah, basically, it, it just kind of, um, I don't know, just kind of um, sort of trying to think of the, the the right way to sort of articulate this but um yeah it, it was just it's just been one of those baffling those baffling experiences and um i think for me um the midlife crisis is 
I don't know. It's like I. It's almost like I've got ident- identity failure. It's almost like I don't know what's going on in my hair. I like my hair's fucking. I'm growing my hair. I'm walking around with a fucking hairband on because I just want to grow my hair and I want to get it out of my fucking face. It's something I've wanted to do. My beard is almost looking like fucking like I'm a lumberjack. And it. I don't know. Um, I'm not getting as enthusiastic about certain things. I don't know that I potentially used to get excited about. I don't get excited about sort of gaming anymore i don't really get which i know that sounds a bit geeky but it's you know it's been a big prominent part of my childhood and right up to my adulthood you know i've been mega mega addicted to um you know to to gaming and all that sort of stuff and and a lot like i say reverting back now because it's just pinged in my head um because i I went off track that's the problem when you go off track you just completely lose that train of thought but yeah i see a lot of similarities in my daughter with regards to little things like that just little things how i was growing up how um, i was always in trouble i was always uh, that was in my first job sorry i don't know why i lost train train of thought there um but my first job and i remember coming back from my first job like physically exhausted i remember walking through the house and my mum and dad and my brother and and sister were around the table and um, i remember walking in and i was like they were younger than me so um i just walked in i think i was 17 because i'd just come back on the scooter and i remember i'd only been there four hours 16 16 um, and I was mentally exhausted I just didn't want to talk and I and I see a lot of the similarities I get like if I go out to like a site visit or something like that, I come back and I'm physically exhausted I'm emotionally exhausted like just doing social things exhausts me um, and I think that it's never really been prevalent when I was a bit younger because I think you have an excess amount of energy I always had high testosterone and I was always at a gym so I was always bang on it you know I was always fucking running around like a looney tune which is why I've always got this reputation for being a bit fucking outrageous um but to be outrageous when i was younger it didn't really sort of notice the fatigue because you're young dumb and full of cum aren't you you know you're running around like a fucking hard trouser snake you know you don't give a shit about most things so when you when you progress i suppose when you get older the fatigue comes quicker and then you notice things quicker so i'm noticing now like i'm i, I can do like if i don't have social interaction I get absolutely fucking exhausted from that because I'm like, basically, I've not stimulated my mind. And there's time, I went in yesterday and I was an absolute fucking nightmare. The, the, literally all the family went, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I just had this excess amount of energy that I really wanted to sort of go and get rid of. I just, But I didn't know, but it, it, I spiraled into a depression from it, which sounds really excessive, but I really did. I just kind of like... I was sat on the fucking sofa. I was sat on the seat, sorry, outside in my little uh, my little man cave. And I was, I remember texting my mate, uh, uh, Kieran, I remember voice messaging him going like, mate, we need to fucking, we need to live down the road from each other so I can literally trap, tap on your door and get a cup of tea to, I, I need someone to fucking talk to. It was almost like, I don't know, it just, it was really, really difficult. It was like I spiraled out of control because I, I wasn't burning the energy. And because I'm, I'm in the uh, in this little honeymoon phase of a new job starting uh, and the wind down phase of an old job, I don't get a lot of work because, you know, I'm leaving. So there's not much I can really do. Um, so but what that's done is reduce my workload to the point where I thrive on workload because that's that that sort of, I don't know, it, it alleviates a lot of my mental pressure when I get stuck into work because it takes my mind off the fast and loose parts, the bits where I'm like, oh, I want to go and do this. Like, it's it's crazy. I walk down the fucking... I Literally, I walk outside and then I'll be in between meetings. Um, because I work at home, this is one of the things I've noticed, is um, <clears throat> I walk down the little path to go and get a cup of tea and I'll come back and I'll be wa- watering the fucking garden or washing down the fucking the, the patio or something. I'll just be like, literally, completely oblivious. I'll be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? And I'll go past and I'll sit down in front of the TV and I'll be like, oh, What's this? 
<laughs> you know, and it's, it's just, it's just a me- but I'm noticing it. The older I get, the the more I'm noticing these ailments. But it's incredible. And in fact, actually, I've got a little story to tell you actually today. Um, before I break into the good times are coming, um, I wanted to I want to share something with you. So now, and I want to get your. I suppose it's probably a bit of your opinion because this is something that um, I know is linked inherently to um, uh, historically. This is what I do. So basically, what it was was my friend shared. Um, this um what was she called nhs um study that they're doing on people or men with uh, mental health uh, conditions uh, and basically what they're doing is a study as long as you've been on two types of um at least two types of antidepressants and you've been on them for more than four weeks well i, I hit the criteria i've been on three types and i've been on them for five years or whatever so i well and truly fit the bill so what it was was you need to go to the uh, you know, you go go to this place, you have an MRI scan, they do everything with your brain waves and all this fucking stuff. And um, it, it's a full in-depth study on the effects of ketamine on depression, which was, I was like, that's a really fucking breakthrough thing. Now, at the time when I saw it, I saw it and I saw what it was. And then I spoke to this woman, I got fucking excited. So that's when the excitement cut in. I was like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you get like 250 pounds for doing it. Um, and then but you've got to do multiple visits. You had to be there for almost a week and, and all this sort of stuff. But at the time, I was super excited. And the, 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 I'll be honest with you. The only thing that was really in my mind through the ADHD side of things, well, I was sat there going, I wonder what it's like to be on ketamine. And I'm going to be able to do this legally and in a controlled environment. That's all I care about. I didn't, at the start, there was obviously an element. And when I reflected, I was an element of, well, this would be breakthrough for, for mental health because it, it's something away from um, these constant antidepressants. Um, it's, I know that there's done, there's, at the moment, there's loads of studies going on with um, MDMA and, and like micro dosing and micro dosing with um, mushrooms um, for, for sort of gives you like a mini, it's like, I, I've never, I don't know what it's like, so I can't really compare it. But I, I assume small, small, small micro doses give you that little bit. So it's almost like you're living on a you're living on a constant fucking high. You know, you're using a. But then there's no different to the chemicals that we're putting in our body with antidepressants, except the side effects are fucking in, uh, immense, and they don't give you the same high. They just all they do is try to replace a bit of serotonin. I'll be honest with you, it, it's so hard to be happy on an antidepressant and i'm on the max verge the the max amount but it's so hard to be happy it's fucking concerning even after five years because would i say i'm happy no i'm still battling it's fucking it, it, it to me that's relentless but when you look at these studies on um, mdma you look at the american studies on um a lot of them are um berlin based and all that sort of stuff um where it's okay to do mushroom amsterdam that sort of stuff so around those areas but these you that's where it all originated from um i think anyway i don't know the full details but you what you read about the studies and you see the the really positive effects people are having from micro dosing on things and you see it on forums if you're if you're really interested in mental health you will be you, you those are little avenues you can go down i'm not i'm not suggesting you go and try anything but just do the research and if you can do it in a controlled environment with nurses etc i think little studies like this are really advantageous anyway I digressed into that, but what my problem is now, I'm at the regret phase. So I'm at the, I'm not going to get any dopamine out of this. I've, I've got excited. I've said yes. I've gone in like a bull in a china shop. I've chucked all my fucking details. I'm ready to fucking throw down and I've not planned transport. It's a two hour drive away. I've not planned getting back. I've not planned um, how many days I'm going to have to take off for this. I've not done any of that. I just said, yeah, yeah, this sounds amazing. 
I literally was driven by fucking this massive amount of adrenaline and dopamine that was being because I I just I know I just I just saw it as a bit of fun. Now, that's the honesty. I was just like, this is a controlled environment. <laughs> I can fucking have some fun. I didn't look at the repercussions of that. And now I'm in this phase that I just want to cancel because I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't actually want to do all that stress. That's going to be quite stressful. The, now I've thought about it, that's going to be a lot of driving. I mean, that's four hours of driving a day with a six-hour study in between. And the study is like quite intensive. They, you're in an MRI, you're in a CAT scan, you're in, uh, you do, I've got to do cognitive behavior tests on, on computers and all this sort of stuff. Uh, there's a fitness exercise to it and all sorts. So it's to, to watch how your brain differences through different activities. So it's quite in depth. I didn't really think about that. I was like, you're full time employed with three children, mate. You're a family. You work six days a week, mate. <laughs> I was just gonna pluck some hours out my ass, and I was like, I didn't even think about it. So I'm in the, I'm in this little negative phase at the moment. I don't want to do this, and I've, I sent an email saying I don't want to let you down, but this is a lot of stress. I've just realised this, and you know, and I think to myself, am I wasting people's time? I've still got a week and a half, so no. In in NHS standards, I've I've cancelled well within the right time <laughs> to, to to stop it, but it's 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 unusual um, that I've been able to recognise this, but also at the same time. The frustration is I still know, and I, and I look back to when I've done artwork or I've done this and I've done that and I've jumped in feet first. I was even chatting to my mum and dad. They popped in to see me on uh, on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Popped in to see me in the morning just for a quick hour. And we were talking about it and they were like, they they just can't believe how focused at the time I was doing my artwork. They were. It was as if they weren't there. And they were like, you were the same when you were addicted to computers and you were all invested in computers because it gave me a massive dopamine rush of winning all the time um, and, you know, getting to the top of the leaderboard. And it gave me that endorphin rush to the point where I plugged in eight hours average a day on Battlefield 2 when it came out, got to number three in the world in a helicopter. Um, yeah, that's how fucking geeky I went, <laughs> you know, but because I got constant adrenaline from it. And then I remember, I, I, in fact, I don't remember. This is the point. I don't remember the, the last time I switched the computer off. I don't remember, as in, not as in it's still running, as in I don't remember when I just decided. I just said, I don't want to do this anymore. It, it, it's crazy, but that's just what happened. I, I remember selling it for a pittance, considering it, it cost me about 2400 for the computer, and I sold it for about 300 quid because there's just no market for computers once you're second-hand. Nobody wants to buy something that's already pre. They want to do it all themselves. So, yeah, it, it, it's interesting how these... And this is what the conscious bit, I suppose, as I'm becoming more aware, acutely aware, um, of my symptoms and, and acutely aware of watching the symptoms happen, happen in my daughter, which is giving me more to and also I suppose it's driving me to want to learn more because I want to help her because I know that I've struggled all of my fucking life with problems I I, I actually wrote a letter and I've, I've got to send it to my doctor I wrote a letter the um was it might have been last night I was sat in front of the computer for like nine hours and I just I was so low that I got and, and I was so frustrated with the negativity that was bouncing around my mind I just wanted someone to help me I remember sitting there going like, and, I, and I've, uh, the part of the letter says, in fact, um, I don't know, it, can I read it? No, I haven't read it. So I, so I can't, it's on the computer, computer. Um, but yeah, but anyway, I'll give you the gist of it. But it was all about what I feel. And it's like, even to the point where I started off, in fact, I've got to find, I'm pretty sure I emailed it to myself, um, ready to send. So let me see if I can drag out just to see, like, you can see the, I suppose the mindset, I suppose, of, you know, how my mind thinks. Oh, here it is. So, Dear Dr. K, it was called. And I put in there, because I, I recently saw my doctor. 
And the reason I'm sharing this personal information with you is just because it just goes to show you, you know, that this stuff is like, it, it drives you. You can be happy on the outside. You can be happy in your own thought processes. And then out of, out of the blue, this is how out of the blue, and it, bear in mind, this is three pages long, three A4 pages long, I type. But I'm just going to read the, the, the first bit. Um, so it says, I put here, uh, Dear Dr. K, I've been reflecting heavily on my last visit to see you and the word okay. I don't know why, but my respect for you as a person, as a professional and a fellow man, I feel strong urge not to let you down. And when I see you, I just want to portray happiness. So you can give me a small respite and tell me everything is going well. And to answer the very simple questions in life that I know that he was going to present to me uh, by this bit. Um, are you succeeding? Well, that depends on what you what succeeding means to that person. Yes, on face value, but on my own internal battles, no. Do you understand yourself more? Yes, I've done everything I can to learn about myself and help me navigate life, but there's still so much unanswered because of how I portray my life to everyone, including you. So, And what I meant by that was how I just don't want to let him down. He's a, I, 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 even, even know what I talk about on mental health all the time, what I advocate, what I tell people to do is talk and speak up. I go in with a completely different mindset and it's almost like my doctor smiles at me and I go, my doctor's smiling, everything's okay. And, and because he's a man, I don't want to tell him I'm, I'm, and I still battle with, I don't want to look weak. And I don't think it is weakness. I just don't know what it is. And this is where, well, I know what it is, but I can't, the frustration. So I wanted to write him a letter to say, look, look mate, this isn't just the, the nine minutes you see me every six months because, you know, you check in, check in on me. Those nine minutes, because it's never been over nine minutes when I've seen him. I normally walk in, he goes, how are you, James? I go, oh, yeah, okay, it's great. Um, you know, this happened. He knows all about my my life because I tell him all the time. And I, I remember when it happened, that thing happened with my daughter. I won't talk about it. Um, but I remember phoning him up the next day and told him. He was like, oh, okay, James. Um, you know, how are you feeling? And he just goes into the same thing. How are you feeling? I don't know. Fucking pretty numb, mate. And, and when I see him, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm good, mate. I don't really want any more pills, so I don't really... But I do want to fucking find out what's going on in my Swede. And that's what I'm saying internally. And then I walk out and then people go... In fact, actually, it's my missus turned around to me and said... She goes, um, yeah, but James, are you... Um, you know, uh, did you ask him about this? Did you, did, you, did you mention about... In fact, I've got a little thing on my back and it's like really weird. It's like um, an ingrown hair, it feels like, but there's nothing there. But it feels like there's something in my back. And I've been saying this for like, a, like about a year. Now, everyone's shouting at me, like, fucking hell, mate, you, you know, you've you got to fucking go get checked out. I know I do. I just don't, I just don't do it. I don't know why. It's not even in my, and also I feel like I'm a burden. I'm going down there, and then it's not only that, the process to go and see the doctor's fucking unreal. Like, I wanted to send him the letter, and I just wanted to send him a message on the app, and I was like, I can't even do that. So I've got to ring up to say, can I have a, a non-emergency message appointment with my doctor so he can triage my message and see what to do about it and then contact me back for a telephone conversation for the telephone conversation will then in, in, instruct either a visit or just get on with life <laughs> it's like that's the process at the moment to get fucking seen by a doctor and you're like yeah i'm sure i'm fucking paying some taxes here I'm sure i've done a little bit of a stint in the military so i've done some bits and bobs um to earn a little bit of uh, a little bit of a shove up the queue <laughs> anyway i fucking digress i'm gonna take a sip of coke oh i have a little thing actually um, i do feel a little bit let down and i'm gonna say this because i'm an open and honest guy um i had a gin on a friday one gin um i in, i'll tell you how it fucking went 
I was playing on the VR with my mates, uh, and, and well, actually, my brother, <laughs> two of my brothers, my brothers. I was playing on the VR, and um, yeah, I just went, um, oh fucking what? And it'd been a shit week last week. I'm not gonna lie. And I was like, fuck, I just really, I don't know why. I just felt I needed a drink. I don't, and it wasn't like I need a drink. Oh fuck, you know, it wasn't like that. But it was also, it was just like I've, I've not had a drink for like four weeks. Um, I've been really good. I just need something to find, and and I don't know. It, it was one of those urges. I suppose if, if you if you've had a drink before, you'll understand what I mean. But it was just to relax me, just get me. It felt like it was to relax me and get me in the mood. And I had a gin. Did it taste nice? It was a lovely gin. It was a lovely gin. But as soon as I had that gin, I was done. I was like, I feel really bad that I haven't gone that extra, you know, two weeks to to get this locked in. Like, why didn't I go the extra two weeks? Uh, and I didn't. I, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about that. But I did feel bad enough that I was like, you didn't need that. You can acknowledge you didn't need that. And it actually pulled in a little bit of respect for it again, because I actually reflected. And this is the positive that's going to put on that negative spin. And this is what I mean by, you know, we all we're, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We've all got to live. We don't know what tomorrow brings. So my ethos at the time on a Friday was I've had a shit week. I fancy a gin. Um, it's, you know, just one. I should have been allowed one. I shouldn't have had to beat myself up about it. I shouldn't have to label myself as a month to not do it. And that's where I was, my thought process was. Excuse me. Um, that was a sip of Coke that was. And, um, yeah, so I, uh, basically I just went, oh, fuck it. Okay. I could just fuck it. Go in. Had it, didn't enjoy it. The positives, as I take a deep breath, the positives was I reflected heavily on that and I realised that actually I was drinking excessively last year. I knew I was. I was drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Not getting smashed, but just drinking constantly. And I could feel I was putting on weight. I could feel I was sluggish. I could feel I wasn't getting proper REM sleep. I could feel all this because I know over the last three weeks, that's all been a positive. I've had a cold. I shook it straight away. Um... You know, the mental health hasn't gone away, which fucked me off because I was hoping that was going to be linked, but it hasn't. It's fucking, I, I thought that would disappear and it didn't. <laughs> so, and I just went, no, but I, but I reflected on it enough to go, okay, you acknowledged that you didn't need that. You enjoyed it. And it gave that little bit of respect because I was just overindulging and it was impacting me. It was making me sluggish all the time. Um, I also know that I used to snore like a fucking warthog for the last three weeks. I haven't. So that's when I knew I was drinking too much because I was snoring and all men snore when they have a drink. Fucking bullshit if you don't. (laughs) Either that or you're really skinny and you don't fucking, (laughs) you don't have any weight on your chest. Anyway, let me break into this, uh, the, the, the topic of the day. What do I mean by good times are coming well it's always positive isn't it it's always i said to you i was going to be positive as he takes a little whippy snippy i said i was going to be positive and i wanted to be positive for you yes we go through challenges yes there are challenges every single fucking day there 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 should not be a day where you're not challenged at some point because um you know you need to be challenged it's good to be challenged it's good to put yourself into situations and see how you react um i acknowledge that and some things i i actively uh, like literally avoid like i'll avoid going to anything big you know big venues i don't like going to um you know big open air concerts and things like that because it just i don't know it just um, it stresses me out really quite badly and i and i and i remember the last time or the the second time i'd ever been to a concert and it was a really good event but i just remember the blinding migraine i had through stress 
And the stress was I was just taking on too much information. And when you go to a concert, and I've been to three now, and, and that's not a lot in, in some people's standards. That's, that's not even living in some people's standards of music. But um, different different things, different courses, different courses. I'm into going to motorsports and racetracks and things like that. So I've probably done that more times than people have done uh, you know, concerts. Anyway, so um, it, basically it just kind of... Um, it stresses me out, it, and the, the times I've been, I've always come away severely upset with myself, angry, I feel tense, I feel stressed, my muscles are tight, I've got blinding migraines, and it's because I'm when I'm out, I'm constantly looking at things, I'm constantly analysing things, I'm constantly looking at where exits are, what to do, what to do, I just, oh, that's interesting, and when you go to concerts, there's always, there's music playing, there's, there's, you know, people are singing, so you've got different voices, different tones, you're also looking at the, you know, you've got different smells, you've got different views, so you're constantly on the go, so for me, I I actively try to avoid big situations like that. Um, And that's because I just know how much it stresses me out. But it's interesting when I say good times are coming. And, and, And when I break into good times are coming, like I said, it's important to be positive. It's important to look at the good times and try and value the good times make changes make the right changes make make changes for yourself as well you know get up get out and, and do things get up and out and about look at the positive times that's what i actively am trying to do yes we're going to be battling all the time but the good times are coming and and for me that came to fruition today today was the day i don't know why i got a text message from my mate um, and i said to him right we're gonna you know we've always said more for 24 we worked hard last year uh, not just the only year but um, we worked hard a couple of jobs we really tried to get ourselves moving forward so we could have a better future so it's, we, we acknowledged we needed to do that we were both in similar financial situations so we worked hard together we've been we've done the extra jobs and i said well this is more for 24 baby this is what we're looking for so we decided like we're going to lock in some dates and i just said to him right mate second of feb um clock and balls night 28th of feb night in andover see if i can stay at your place let's lock it in 15 minutes later bosh locked in you can stay around we're crashing out and the exciting times come alive and for me that's the good things i've now we're now aiming for things to look forward to and that's the importance of having the right friends around you as well having the right people around you that give you those boosts also the ones that give you the yeses the ones that get that are there that want to be part of that journey they want to make the memory they want the success they're the important people and that's what that come to fruition today the more for 24 has started for me i just threw me fucking me comb me, me beard brush um i was brushing my beard while i was talking to you um but yeah so <laughs> that's not the only thing we lock it in james so yeah it's important it's really important that you do and you look positively we can all just sit there and, I, and i'll tell you something i have sat there this month and i've i've been severely down is the word i can say i'm not going to say depressed because i've been depressed and it's not the same it's not the same i have just been down with life and i i I, that's the positive i suppose of of me the way that i'm looking at life is i've been to the darks dark darkest depths of the fucking bottomless pit of despair i've been there it's fucking horrendous i have the utmost respect for anybody that has gone through that and i have the utmost respect for anyone that's listening that is going through that that knows that they're going through these things but the importance of this is 
it does get better if you work on yourself. And, 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 and the reason I say work on yourself, and it sounds really abrupt, it's not the calm in nature that I try to instill when I say develop ourselves. But when you do work on yourself, I'm kicking off here. My, my, my ring doorbell just rung. Pissy now. Need to turn that off. Um, but when you... Um, when you break into those and you start working on yourself, you do develop yourself. You look at those new skills. When you do do that, positive things come along. And for me, that's what I did. I, I went into, I go, I've, I've gone into work for the last three years and I've focused on what I want. I don't care what he wants, they want, she wants, anyone else wants. I focused on what I want. And I will get what I want. And I wanted the promotion. I wanted to learn the job. I wanted to move across. I wanted to find something that interests me. And I just want to keep moving forward. And I keep moving forward. If there's people behind me, I I, I, I don't look at that as a negative. I look at that as I apologize. But I've got a mission that I want to succeed. And I want to get to that point. And that gives me drive, determination. This is where I talk about the goals all the time and having goals. And it's the same if you've got goals with fitness, if you've got goals with losing weight, if you've got goals with, I don't know, whatever you want to do, start a project, start a business. If you've got a goal, you've got to start driving for it. And a lot of people have thought I was a bit batshit fucking crazy over the last three years. They were like, yeah, yeah, take your time, James. You know, I remember joining up and I, 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 the grade I was at <clears throat> and everyone said, yeah, eventually you'll get the next grade. I was like, no, I don't No, I want the next grade above that. That's where I want to be. That's, I think I want to be there. And I worked and I went, okay, I'm there. <laughs> so, and then I went, okay. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, another five years, you'll get to the next grade. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Year later, no, I want to get there now. I, I think I can do that. And, and that's my drive and determination. If I think I can do it, well, I'm mature enough now to understand that you don't have to run before you can walk. I've done that for the last three years. I'm trying to actively look at different ways to give myself goals and challenges. And I know for a fact that I've already embedded this into my mind. I've already embedded this in the sense that when I get to my new job, it's time to slow down. I've, I've actively been working on myself since I got the notification in Christmas um, at Christmas to say, you know, you've been successful. <clears throat> and then right up to even being successful at interview, but not getting full job yet because of security clearances or whatever you have to go through um, the standard protocols to get the ro the job, the recruitment process nowadays. And it's taken a little while. But look, since I knew since I've known I've worked and gone right, James, you need to fucking slow down. And I remember I remember at my interview, I turned around to the to the my boss, my new boss, and she said, have you got any questions? And I said, yeah, I have actually. You know, what do you expect from me in the first six months? Now, the reason I asked that question and she was taken back, she was she, she said, well, that's a really good question. And I said, I just want to know what your expectations are, because I don't want to come in on day one. And your expectations is for me to turn, com you know, compliance around in fucking 24 days. Uh, you know, what's your expectations? Do you see the long term? You're looking at me long term to do this and embed myself. She said, yeah, I just want you to embed yourself into the unit for the first six months. So I instantly knew by that one question being asked the right way. I know it probably won't happen that way because they'll give me a bit of a grace and then they'll start chucking shit at me. Before you know it, you're hitting the ground running. I get that. I'm not stupid. But I've also got the fact that that question has been asked and articulated by the person in how they want me to proceed, which has given me a little bit of a back foot, but a, a, a chance just to settle in and just... And, and enjoy the process instead of just going in and going right my job is this and I'm going to do this job and those are the seven people I need to to talk to on a regular basis and then I don't look at the other you know I don't know fucking 1,000 people around me that are in other jobs I don't look at them I don't care about them 
that's what will happen. So I'm like, no, I need to get to know people. I need to fucking mish on. How, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? So that's the process I want to adopt, which is going to give me a chance. And I'm learning from that process. And I'm learning through the maturity aspect of putting myself into challenges, putting myself into situations. And I said last year I was very successful with my goals. And I've already been successful with one of my goals this year. There's still other goals to go on to. I know that. But, but this, is the, this is the journey. And you need to remember that. It is a journey. Nothing happens overnight. Even if you're sat there right now listening going, oh, I struggle in this or I've struggled in that or... Oh, I don't know, I'm waiting for a fucking diagnosis, but, you know, I don't want to do anything. Of course you can. You don't need a fucking doctor to tell you what you probably already know because there's enough information out there on the net to know things. But there's also enough information on there to help yourself. So for me, it's not about it. It's, it's about sorting myself out. The reason I would want the diagnosis, I want that confirmation. And there may be another element to that. I want the confirmation that it is that and I'm not just fucking it's not just a, a figment of my imagination because I've been on social media and everybody's telling me these are the symptoms I, I should have etc etc I want to be told from the horse's mouth you know I want that fucking chutter you know I want a neigh from that bad boy so yeah that's what I want I want that confirmed because if it isn't and I go okay then I acknowledge I need to put this all to bed you're you're fucking you're crazier than you are without the diagnosis do you know what I mean so I get that so it's, I get there's going to be elements for everybody but there's nothing stopping you right now working on yourself developing yourself putting yourself into new situations like i've said to you are you happy in your situation how can you better your situation what can you do you know it, get out and do the exercise get the endorphins going we all sit there and we're all very lazy i'm very lazy anyway i know i'm, I'm probably not i'm probably blanketing myself with everybody else a bit of a blanket bollock in there um that's straight from the fucking 90s good old blanket bollocking but yeah, so it's interesting how we how we how we deal we deal with things, and like I said, good times are coming if you make them happen. So I know for a fact that I've worked hard for two years on myself, actively working two years. You've been along for this journey. We're into our third year. That's fantastic. So what we what have we learned a lot? We've learned loads. I've learned absolutely tons of stuff about myself and i'm still it's, it's interesting i tell you, i told you about that little story with the, with the nhs thing but even though i recognize that i've done that the, the the downside to fucking mental health is i will do it again and i've done it again and i will continue to do that it's but you have to manage it and that's where little processes come in like reflection and i think reflection is the key to to succeed in i really do and i'm not i'm i'm no psychiatrist i just and this is straight from my own little personal point i think reflecting has almost saved me because i reflect on every situation and you know that i've been beating this drum for a long time and i constantly understand myself can i do things things uh, better there's things that i know that i want to do better there's, I, I know that I do. I know I want to go out more. I know I want to put myself in more challenges and situations. I know I want to do these things. But sometimes I am overwhelmed with the mental health side of things. And that is the facts of it. I'm overwhelmed with... I still get that if you could sit in a car with me right now and go for a drive as a passenger, even somebody that I didn't know, you would think I was batshit crazy, the fucking level of anger I get from other drivers and things. Like, and I know people say, oh, well, I get, you know, that's what I get. No, I'm telling you now, it's, it's, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm special, but it, the level of like 
anger with um, the driver. For, have you broken the right time? Are you breaking? You didn't fucking indicate. And, and the thing is, I'm there absolutely criticizing the person next to me. Like I'm a driving instructor uh, and you're doing your advanced driving course. That's literally what I'm like. I'm like, you're fucking not indicating. Why aren't you mirror signal maneuver? Are you put us in a dangerous situation? What the fuck? If I had dual brakes, nobody would get in a car with me. Nobody. But then when I'm behind the car and I'm driving the fucking car, two wheels, mate. Two wheels. Fucking let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's have it. <laughs> I don't. I, I think I'm the fucking hero. And then I start getting angry about, oh, fuck, if you getting in front of me, you fucking asshole. So anyway. That hasn't subsided. That's subs but this is the battle that we go through. I suppose that's a, just a point I'm chucking out there, really, because it's it, we, we life is hard, okay? And I'm understanding that now. And and the easiest thing is and, I, and, and it is difficult out there at best. So you need to start developing yourself and working on yourself to be able to manage that. You've got to be able to manage the the people that's your success. Manage who's around you. Manage who you want to see. And that's the important bit. And so many of us are surrounded by people that don't really care. But, you know, they might want their own personal game or, or, or maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to break into the negativity. I don't really want to. But what I mean is it just keep looking around yourself. Are you in the right situation to grow? It's almost like, you know, if you throw a fucking, if you throw a bush into a load of rocks, is it going to fucking grow? No, it's probably not, is it? You know, it probably will, but it's not going to grow as quick as if you put it in fertilized soil. And it's very much like with, with life. If you put yourself in the right environment with the right people in, a, in something that you, you're, you're enjoying and you, it, you will flourish. You will naturally. You will naturally flourish if you're in an environment that you're enjoying. And we're all different. We're all unique. We're all those different fingerprints. And if you get to the point where you find something, and if you're not, do what I've done. Work on that progression to find what you want. It may mean moving sideways. It may mean jumping into something and going, this is fucking bullshit. I don't like this. And then you go, okay, well, I've tried it. Move on. You don't have to sit and endure what you're enduring. Look for the next step. We all get, we all get comfortable. I get that. And if anything, I've been comfortable all my life in my jobs. I've stayed for you know, 12 years and then 11 years. Um, and, and for me, that was, that was all about the loyalty. It's only really recently, when I got to 39, when I realized that there's a lot of opportunities out there. There's a lot of opportunities for advancement. There's a lot of opportunities for different experiences. We don't have to sit there and go, right, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a health and safety advisor. And then I'm going to stay a health and safety advisor for 50 fucking years. Why? Why? There's going to be generations coming through that are going to be learning the new shit where you're still in your old fucking ways. The best thing to do is do something, do, unless you enjoy it, actually. Caveat that with, what are you talking about, James? You might love that. You might love being health and safety advisor for 30-odd fucking years. And if you do, Billy Bonus, because you'll be doing all the CPD and continuous professional development. You'll be doing everything to enjoy it. So, Billy Bonus, you found the job. That's the caveat I will put on that. But if you don't, you don't have to stay in a job constantly, but get the experience out of it and move along. If you're not happy, you're not enjoying getting up every morning for the for the drive to work, to, you know, get that money to make some changes, make some differences and go home successful. If you're not getting that from your job, you're not in or the right environment, any of your environment. If you're not getting the want to grow, the want to succeed, the want for adventure, the want for memories, if you're not getting that in your situation, 
pick where that is problematic. You can understand where that is pro problematic. And if once you pick out what that problem is, build up the courage, the strength, the experience, the knowledge, whatever you need to make that leap. It's really important that you, you get one chance on this life. You get fucking, on average, 77 birthdays. That's really it. <laughs> it's a small number, people. And I know that sounds morbid, and I don't mean it for a morbid. It's a food for thought. It's to give you that food for thought. That you've got to take as much experience from life as possible. So if you're not in a situation where you're happy, then don't endure the sadness. Don't endure bullying. Don't endure anything like that. Build up the courage and strength internally to make the difference. If you're dependent on alcohol, you're dependent on drugs and, and it's hindering your environment, then get the strength to go and get the rehabilitation. Go to the place where someone's going to, some organization, company, professional is going to support you and give you that chance at the next step. It's so important. So many of us just sit there and go, I fucking hate what I'm doing. Now, I, I know that not every day is going to be happy. No, no no relationship. Every day you're shagging. Every day you're kissing. Every day you're fucking happy. Every day you're finger blasting. Whatever. You're not doing That's not happening. It's not happening every day. Okay? It, 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 it might do in the first fucking six weeks. But <laughs> it's not happening every day. So you've got to... There's, there's, life isn't 24-7 happiness. And that's something we need to understand. We work towards the happiness. So for me, like the way that I articulate that, I suppose, in something that's relatable maybe, is I know that Monday to Friday, and, and I say Monday, I mean Monday afternoon to Friday morning, because Friday afternoon and Monday morning, you get fuck all out of me. I'm on wind up, wind down. That's what I call those, that, that little sequence of part of the day is that my wind up, wind down. Fucking don't nowhere near pay me enough to fucking wind up early, boys. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, and that's. But what I mean is that's my that's my week. I know that I will be healthy. I will be driven. I will be successful. I will be uh, determined. I will be uh, as happy as I can be, and I will just get my job done. And I know that the success is coming for future holidays, um, nice new things at home, or um, whatever. You know, it, it can be it can be whatever your happiness may be. But I'm and I'm working towards the weekend to go and make memories with my friends and my close loved ones. That's how I articulate my life. Okay, that's in a nutshell. Obviously, things change. The reason things can change for the positive is I'm not happy in my job. I want to go over there and get that experience. Thank you very much for your experience. If you don't allow me, I will go somewhere else and do it, which is the step up, the season I'm at now. I was in a situation where I was like, I'm fully qualified to do that job that's there. Can I have that? No. Okay. Um... I'm going to go somewhere else that does want me um, and get that promotion anyway. So see you later. Fucking bye. And they're like, oh, you took it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you had your opportunity, mate. Fucking life's too short, buddy. I ain't sitting around here to make your fucking day easier. I'm off to go and do something that I want to do. And that's that's my attitude. My attitude is I want to do that. I don't give a fuck. Provided I don't physically hurt anyone, I don't harm anybody, I don't impregnate anybody, anything like that. You know, as long as I'm just, as long as I'm doing my own thing, and I'm not hindering or hurting anyone else, what's the problem? That's what I want to do. And I think that so many people sit there and they just endure problems, and, and that doesn't help our mental health, being in situations we're not happy. Work and build up. What you should be doing is building up the strength, knowledge, and experience to get to that next level, to get to the next stage, to get to the next part that is you know internally. You you all, We all procrastinate. We all... 
reflect at some point in our lives we all have a dream everybody does everyone says oh, i wish i could do that everyone has different levels of what a dream is so people will sit there and go oh, okay I'm, i dream i want to be a president okay that's not going to happen mate you're, you're from fucking uh, you know you're from nigeria you're not even in you're not even in the country you're not even part of the citizenship whatever you know, you know, not going to happen. But if his goal or that or her goal or their their goal, they them whatever. If there was, if their goal was, do you know what? Um, I don't know. I, I want to complete a, a marathon in. in, in I want to be able to run a marathon in the next fucking six weeks. Okay, that's achievable. That's a good goal. And this is what I talk about when I spoke about this previously. I said about making goals relatable, achievable is the and, and successful. You know, making your goal relatable and achievable is so important. Take the baby steps. If you said right now, I want to lose five stone, you're not going to lose five stone, okay? If you said, I want to lose one stone in the next three months, okay, you've made something achievable. How do I do that? Well, I need to start planning. So I need to make sure I take my weight. I need to start calorie count. I need to start doing a little bit more exercise. I need to motivate myself. When you start hitting those goals and you start watching that weight go down, you will get to that three month point and you will be happy because you will have lost 12, you would have lost 12 pounds or stone, whatever it is. Um, you would have lost the weight. I know you will have done because if you're, if you're consistent and confident and determined, you will succeed. And that's a really easy, relatable goal. If you'd have said to me, I want to lose five stone in three months, I'd have said, you're fucking stupid. What are you fucking talking about? You just fucking, you're not going to eat and just run like Forrest Gump. Is that literally what you're going to do? You All of a sudden, you become Forrest Gump overnight. No, you're not, okay? You're not going to fucking run for the next three fucking years, mate. Okay, so you've got to make things relatable, and that's probably the easiest way to say it. So many of us go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym. Why did you start at the gym? Why didn't you just start at walking? Why didn't you start, I'm going to walk three days a week? Why didn't you start, I'm going to change meals five days a week? I'm not going to do it seven days a week because that will instantly put me off. Why didn't I say I'm not going to I'm not going to stop drinking but what I am going to do is I'm not going to drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to have a drink on a Friday and a Sunday with my meal, my Sunday meal, my Sunday roast, whatever. So you've broken it down. So you've cut down 50% anyway. You've made yourself healthier. You're still enjoying life because you're doing what you want to do, what you find enjoyable in moderation. It ticks all the boxes, people. This is the thing we've got to do. Everything in moderation is successful. Every goal is relatable and achievable. It's successful. These are all things that we do. But we, as human beings, we just want to set the boundary lines. Like, I want to do, like, and I know this because in, as part of my letter, the thing that cripples me the most, and I mean fucking cripples me the most, is my perfectionism. It is, it is over-fucking-whelming. I was putting a floor down, and I'll tell you this little story. I was putting a floor down. So basically, I got some flooring off my dad. Uh, my dad said to me, we've only had the flooring down a few months. We're changing the color. Mum's not happy. And I was like, he said, do you want the flooring? I was like, well, I'm not going to turn down good quality flooring. That's only been put down once. You can get two, three uses out of them easy. So, uh, and I thought, it's only for the bedroom. So uh, I took it off of him. That was 11, uh, 13 months ago. 13 months ago, it has been sat on a pile next to the banister upstairs blocking half of my hallway for 13 months and anyway it came to the um it came to last saturday and i said right i'm gonna i'm gonna not this uh, saturday gone by the saturday before and i um and i was gonna lay the flooring and i was like right we'll lay the flooring I've, i'm fucking sick to death of seeing that there now i want my fucking hallway back 
Um, and so we pulled everything out of the bedroom and then I started laying the floor. And because there's grippers around the outside, there's obviously a slight raise by about, I don't know, three mil, maybe. It's like a slight raise. But it but the first couple you put down were out of sync. They wouldn't lock in place because they were being bowed up. And obviously with the weight and everything, it would have locked in itself. But I got angry. to the, And this is my frustrations. So I started hitting this with a hammer to the point where... I was sat there and I fucking, I was like, why isn't this fucking going in? And then and literally I, I smashed my hammer through the fucking, um, through the, through, through the vinyl flooring into the fucking carpet and nearly broke the fucking, um, broke the floorboard. But I was so fucking angry that it wouldn't sit perfect. And then I remember my missus turned around to me and she said, she'd come up, she went, what's the commotion for? And she looked and she went, that is locked in, James it just didn't look locked i was not in the mood to do it i was angry so i, I replaced it started again well, lucky i had a few spares and i did the whole room in four in an hour and 15 minutes is what it took me to do the whole room and it turned out spectacular but the anger i got through that perfectionism and then even when i was doing the job i kept saying is that in um <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> hey look at that fucking hell he's sticking quips in real quick that's what she said <laughs> is it fucking in police <laughs> anyway fucking hell lost my train of thought now and laying the floor in and i just got so angry and it was it there was ones i was beating them in i was like fucking and then most of them go, they seem james she's like fucking leave it mate you're just going to destroy that one and we have to start again the perfectionism is unreal. It's unrelenting. The perfection that I want to try and constantly achieve. It's unfucking relenting. And that is, and I wrote that in the letter. I was like, fuck, I've had enough. I can't do this, mate. I need something to calm these fucking mind thoughts down, mate, because I'm racing 24 uh, 7. I just, when I'm in a shit place, I, I just fucking hate it. I was at, I was at my second job on um, my volunteer thing on Sundays that I do. Not a job. Um, but I was getting angry with people turning up and I was going like, it's windy, it's rainy, I don't want to be here. And I remember saying like almost muttering, just like, fuck off home. If you've got shit lives, just fuck off home. I don't want you here. Why are you coming out here? This is not a recreational fuck. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's not a recreational area, you fucking bellends. And that's the problem. I just And that's the level of anger that I can get to and, and, and frustration and... It's horrible. It's it's unrelenting, actually. It's unrelenting. Um, but I work on it daily, and I acknowledge it's fucking unrelenting. And I just try to laugh it off more now than really acknowledge it. I kind of go, okay, I don't really fucking care. I've got one chance. I've got one life. Let's fucking live it. Let's have a good time. And let's just fucking do whatever we want to do. Just like, within reason, okay? You know, keep it within the boundaries of the law. And um, so, yeah, anyway, it's interesting. But it will come to fruition and this is me on my wind down now. So, you know, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm glancing at the time there and realizing how long I've been on for. But yes, it's um, it will happen. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Not every day is going to be a happy day. I, I know that. You know that. Come on. We know that. There's going to be days where you're going to do what the kids, I think the kids say now is bed rotting. You don't need to bed rot. You don't need to sit in your bed and dwell on life. Get up. Get out. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. Get up, get out. That's what it's about. <laughs> There's another one for you. Get in, get on, get out. Don't fuck about. We attack a loot. Uh, get in, get up. 
Get on, get out. Oh, there's, there's loads. You keep chucking them out, yeah. Keep, keep keep chucking them in. But there is. It's, the importance is you've got to get up. You've got to want to... to, to you've got to have a, an achievable goal. Keep little things achievable. Little things relatable. Otherwise, you will constantly be sad. You will constantly be relying on people to try and make you happy. There's certain people in your life that should make you happy. I know I have certain people that make me happy. Um, I like to make everybody that's in my life happy if I can. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things I like to do. Um, and I, th I just think if, if you try and promote the happiness, not every day is going to be good. I promise you, I, I promise you it's not the end, though. I promise you it's not the final piece in the puzzle. If you're not okay, you can say. You know, if you're not okay, you can say. <laughs> so that's another one. I'm going to write that fucker down. Um, I am actually going to write that down. That's quite, a, that's quite a good title for the next one. You're not saying oh, that's me talking to myself. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it's important. I, see, I've forgotten. What was I going to say? <laughs> I can't remember what that fucking was. See, this is why I write shit down because I go instantly to a different thought process. Um, no, I can't remember. Someone text me that tomorrow, what I said there. I can't fucking remember. I don't need it for a title. I need to put what I was talking about. See, that's crazy. That's my mind. I just, I go off on a tangent. Uh, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening to me. I really appreciate I really appreciate your support as well. Um, as always, like, comment, share. Um, spread the love out there. Maybe you can help somebody. Maybe it will help somebody. I know that I've got a couple of new listeners that have um, ventured in, and I'm getting uh, so many listeners from America. So welcome, the Americans. Uh, you are. Um, hopefully, you're getting something out of this little British man in Wiltshire in in in, in <laughs> Wiltshire in United Kingdom. I was trying to talk in a in a little Wiltshire accent, boys. I need to get my tracker, Moise, and get me tracker. Um, so yeah, it's. Um, I hope. I'm, I hope it's helping. I hope it's supporting. It really is helping me. I know I've been really excited to do this. I wasn't excited on Sunday. I was a miserable fuck because I was working late, and uh, I just knew. I knew. I said I'll do one this week, and I was going to do one this morning, and that was when I said shake it like a tail feather. But I don't know what the fuck that was. That might come to fruition. It might. It might. It might jump up. Fruition's my word, by the way, today. Um, that's obviously because you've obviously heard it quite a few times. I have a word of the day, it seems. I go through this thing and I'll just say a word and I'll like it and then I'll just be addicted to that word all day and try and fit it into everything. I was doing an email and I was trying to, I was typing something in an email and I was like, you don't really need that really old English word. I mean, it's a nice word, mate, but don't need it. Can't remember what it was, but I had to remove it. Um, and I always use the word au fait. You know, I'm very au fait with that situation, sir. Um, familiar. Au fait, it's a great word. <laughs> French, I think. Is it French? Yes, yeah. Anyway, before we get into fucking, we, before I digress into all sorts of crazy shit, keep yourself positive. Keep yourself motivated, please. We are here to enjoy. Good times are coming. I can tell you, good times are coming if you do. If you develop, work on yourself, and get in and give yourself relatable goals. I hate that word, work on yourself. I hate it. I can't. I can't use it because it just sounds so negative. But you know what I mean. That's not my. That's not my style. That's not how I roll. That's not how I get down. You know, I don't, that's not how I throw it about. Um, so you know what I mean. Uh, but what I do mean is let's develop ourselves. Let's make, give ourselves these little goals. Give ourselves the achievable things. It may be I'm going to not do something for a week. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to have a wank for a week. You know, maybe if you're addicted to wank. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why this has gone so sexual today. <laughs> but whatever it is, you know, whatever it may be, I just try and give yourself... A little bit of a breather. Give yourself a relatable goals. And and, and, I, and I chuck a lot of these relatable goals because they're goals I'm going to. When I say about losing weight and, and, and use that, it's because I want to. Uh, when I say about trying to be happy, these are all goals I'm trying to fucking achieve. Um, I'm trying to be successful. 
it doesn't always work. Not everything will work, but keep at it. Keep determined. Keep positive. Okay. And um, I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week. Spread the positivity, spread the love and have an amazing time. I love you all and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, everyone.